This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm going to do my best to, there you go, to give you some really good information. I like to call it the meat and potatoes of what's going on in the marketplace. One of the things I'm going to tell you is that um, the consumers are getting bombarded with completely negative crap about the real estate industry. How many of you are seeing that out there? Lisa, do you see that? It's like it's constant. Rates are going up. The stock market's challenged. Um, there's talk, they're talking about the housing issues, the lack of properties, the builders not wanting to build. I mean, I, I, it's, it's almost like... Um, it's almost like they're they're searching for anything negative they can report to justify what's going on in the economy. And our consumers are hearing all of this, but the things that cause them to move are continuing to happen. And there's a lot of buyers and sellers right now that are on the sidelines that are wanting to engage that haven't been able to because they're afraid of what's going what's going on in the marketplace. I'm going to share with you uh, some things that we do that we can do to change that messaging and so that we can become the actual source of truth to our consumers so that they'll they'll talk to us. I don't know if you recognize this, but did you know that rates are really are 150% higher today than they were just two and a half years ago? I mean, it's a real thing. And it's not just affecting people in their um, in their mortgage, but what's happening in the in the market is that there's consumer issues, gas prices, groceries. Uh, people are concerned about the amount of debt that they have, and it's happening all across in every market. I don't think there's any market that's immune to what's going on in the marketplace. And when I see this sweet couple sitting here right here with their little baby and they're looking at their bills and their expenses, and they're trying to figure out how they can afford the house they got into a year ago or um, how they could buy a new house today with their growing family. I just think of the emotion that happens when you're trying to do that. And they need somebody to come in and share with them some good news. They're looking for uh, a, a light at the end of the tunnel, a brightness. And we have this incredible opportunity. Um, as real estate agents, what happens is I've noticed that when we're stressed at work and we're stressed financially, that it bleeds over to what's going on at home. And while we try and protect our families and our children from the things that are going on in the world, it's really difficult, isn't it? Like, do you think our kids know? Like, do you think do you think our kids feel it uh, when we're feeling uh, stressed and we're feeling the crunch of the things that are going on? I don't know if anyone's been to the grocery store lately, but I, I shopped at the regular grocery store. And when I got done, I felt like I just shopped and did all my grocery shopping at a 7-Eleven where everything's double. Have you ever had that? Have you had that experience recently? And you're like, what? I, I bought the same as I normally buy, but it was like hundreds of dollars more. Now I've shopped for a big family. So, you know, hundreds of dollars is a normal thing. Hundreds of dollars more is not. And it was stressful. And so here we are sitting on the sidelines and there's this unbelievable opportunity. People are scared and they're peeking into the market. But when people have uncertainty and they're afraid of what's going on, their natural response is to pull back. 
Fear of the unknown is uh, what most agents in today's market are experiencing. The vast majority of realtors have been in this business less than 10 years, and they haven't been through even a balanced market. And so because they have never gone through what's going on today, they don't know what to expect. Um, I will tell you that we have been through a lot. And while people are worried about their professional and their personal expenses, and they're afraid uh, they might have to cut back significantly in order to stay in business, I want you to know that we can change the focus of what the consumer is focused on. And with the right coaching and the right uh, people surrounding you, we can also change the things that you focus on. The first thing I'm going to tell you is simply this. Nothing is neither as good or as bad as we think it is. And so if you're thinking that it's really bad, it's not as bad as you think it is. And if you're thinking it's really great, it's probably not as great as you make yourself believe. The truth is somewhere always in the middle. I'll also tell you is that the thing that you focus on, the thing that you put your mind on, that you look through your lens and focus on, that thing that you focus on becomes your reality. The thing that you focus on becomes your truth. And so what you focus on becomes not only the truth to you, but it also becomes the truth to the people around you, your families, your children, your loved one, your clients, your the agents in your brokerage, the agents on your team. And so we have an opportunity right now to direct that lens and focus on some very specific things. How many of you would like to uh, maybe change a little bit about what you've been focused on over the last 30 days or so and have a new something new to focus on? Anybody open to this? A new focus, a new direction, a new clarity of what's going to make a difference. Thank you, Olivia, for raising your hand. And thank you, Lisa, for just saying, I'm in, let's go. I love it when people say, put me in, coach. Uh, it's I'm on the bench and I'm ready to get in. Get me off the bench. I'm ready to go. And so I appreciate that. Thank you, Patty. And thank you, Lisa, for your uh, for your, for jumping in. All right. So one of the first things I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you some I'm going to give you some advice and I'm going to give you advice as a dad and as a leader and as a coach. And so all of those I wear each of those hats with the greatest amount of humility, knowing that the advice that I give is um, is uh, people listen to it and. And so I, I want to make sure that as I share things with you, that I give you advice that will make the greatest impact. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is, is uh, I'm going to encourage you to not make long-term decisions based on a short-term problem. And what's going on in real estate right now is a short-term problem. And a lot of times we make long-term decisions, canceling coaching, not engaging in a coach, um, um, investing in something long-term that we really can't afford. When you struggle with a long-term decision because of a short-term problem, um, what happens is, is we end up not being able to take advantage of the long-term benefits. So I want you to just think about that. Don't make long-term decisions based on short-term problems. I know this is um, one of my favorite, I'm looking for my Ogmandino book. Uh, Ogmandino, uh, one of my greatest, one of my favorite authors wrote a book called The Greatest Salesman in the World. And one of the, and by the way, this isn't part of the webinar. This is something I just feel like sharing with you. One of the, um, one of the scrolls in his 10 scrolls is I will be the master of my emotions. And he gives you a, a methodology, gives you this process that allows you to be the master of your emotions. And he says this, he says, if I feel depressed, I will sing. If I feel sad, I will laugh. If I feel ill, I will double my labor. 
Now, this is where many, many people fail is when they don't feel good or they feel like things are hard is they pull back and they stop working. Well, guess what? When you don't feel good, you have to work twice as hard because you still need to make money. And so you got to put more effort in. He says, when I feel fear, I will plunge ahead. When I feel inferior, I'll wear a new, new garment. My girls think that means they're going to go shopping. Yeah, I wasn't feeling good. I'm going shopping. Need time for some new clothes. He says, if I feel uncertain, I will raise my voice. If I feel poverty, I will think of wealth to come. If I feel incompetent, I will remember my past success. And if I feel insignificant, I'll remember my goals. For today, I will be the master of my emotions. In in the next scroll, um, he use he uses a phrase. And the next scroll is, I will laugh at the world. And he says, man is most comical and women are most comical when they take themselves too seriously. I want you to think about that for a second. You know, when we take ourselves too seriously, that's when we're most comical. And he says, so how can I laugh when confronted with man or deed which offends me so long as to bring forth curses to my, to my, tears to my eyes and curses to my own? He says, four words while I train myself to say until they become a habit that comes up and appears in my mind whenever good humor threatens to depart from me. Are you guys ready for the four words? Anybody want to take a guess at what they are? I used to share these with my mom. The four words are, this too shall pass. <laughs> this too shall pass. Olivia, you smiled at that one. That's a good one, isn't it? Like whatever's going on, it's going to pass. We all have crap in our lives. We all have stuff that goes on. The market is harder, but it's going to pass. And so what I've learned, well, I have slides on this. So I just want you to know that this too will pass. Um, with next year being an election year, the odds are very, very good that you're going to see interest rates drop. All the economists talk about it. You can watch historically what happens because the incumbent uh, reigning party wants to make sure everybody thinks that they're doing the best they can with the with the economy and they're trying to curb inflation. And one of the best ways to do that is to lower rates. Um, they haven't been managing it very good so far as we're headed into a in, in, into a pretty massive recession, but it's okay because what causes people to move is not interest rates. And what causes people to move is not what's happening with housing. What causes people to move are the life events that occur. And so with some optimism, you know, you've heard, you've heard me say this before. Um, you, you marry the house, but you date the rate. And what I mean by that is get the house you want pay a little bit a higher rate today. And then when rates drop, just refinance it. Don't be stressed out about rates being too high. There's so many ways we can message to that to help the client move on. We have created a series of shift modules. And in these shift modules, um, it basically gives you a story that uh, about an agent or a person or a buyer or seller who has a uh, emotional connection with what's going on in the marketplace. And usually it's a negative emotion. And we've written a story that uses a tool, a resource, and then a script to take a negative emotion and move it into a positive emotion. We call this threat-based marketing. And in threat-based marketing, we identify the threats that are going on in the marketplace. We use emotional intelligence to change those negative emotions to positive emotions. I'm going to give you a couple of them. Um, I can't remember. I want to just, let me just see something for a second. Yep. Okay. It's there. So I'm going to give you this one first, because this one is the one that I think is the most important. Um, it's called the river of real estate and the river of real estate flows regardless of what happens to interest rates. And in this shift module, what happens is we give you a story about an agent Christos who has uh, been bombarded with all sorts of negative news and people regarding the residential market with rates going up and, uh, he wanted to know if he could tell his sellers that people are going to continue to buy and sell real estate. In, in, included in the story 
There are several links. And one of the links is to a Harvard study that talks about why people move. People move because they get married, they get divorced, they upsize because their family's growing, they downsize because their family's leaving, they get transferred, they get a new job, they lose their job, their spouse loses their job. Uh, they want their kids to play in a competitive sports environment, have to live in the school districts. They want their kids to go to better schools. They want to take their kids out of bad school districts. All of these life events occur, and that's what causes the, re- the river of real estate. I was thinking about this yesterday. Uh, we were doing some videos for a program, and I, it reminded me of going to Alaska. Has anybody ever been fishing in Alaska? I remember my son getting his Eagle Scout. I took my son Nate to Alaska. And it was so cool. I, I spoke for an hour and we fished for nine days. Now that's a business trip. And so we go, we go to Alaska and we stayed at the University of Alaska in the dorms and we're sleeping in these bunk beds and uh, it was like super cheap. And there was a little real estate con- conference called the Great Alaskan Adventure, which I wish they still held. And the first day we went out on a place called the Russian River and the Russian River is so cool. The salmon were running. You could stand on the bank and you could see hundreds of thousands of red, bright salmon uh, swimming upstream to spawn. And to catch these silver salmon, these these red salmon, you would do what's called the Kenai Flip. And the Kenai Flip's really cool because the fish aren't eating because they're spawning, but they do breathe. So they go like this with their mouths. And what you do is you flick your fly out and then you kind of jerk it back. And you're trying to let the string go in their mouth and catch them in the mouth. Because if you don't catch them in the mouth, you have to throw them back. And so everybody's on the sideline doing the Kenai flip. Now, this sounds like it's really good and a lot of fun until you get there and there's hundreds of people lining both sides of the river, all in unison, flicking flies out, doing the flip and dragging their line back in, hoping that they don't catch each other. And I brought with me my son, my attention deficit son, who is winging out his flies and stringing everybody up and catching everybody. And when you get a fish on, then he's tangling everybody's lines. And it was a nightmare. And I remember the next day being at the real estate conference and I said to Brenda, who was the Remax broker owner at the time there, and she, I said, Brenda, oh my gosh, there were so many fish in the river, but I had my son and we were tangling everybody. She says, oh, well, you're not fishing in the right spot. I said, well, how do I get to the right spot? She said, let me have a guide take you. And so her title, the guy that owned the title company was also a fishing guide. Imagine that. And he picked us up the next morning at our hotel and he took us into private property. We had open gates. We had to travel through herds of all kinds of cool animals. And then we get to this place on the same river upstream, but there was nobody else there. All the same hundreds of thousands of fish were there and just me and my son and a guide. And we put our lines in. We caught fish after fish after fish. It was an unbelievable experience. What's happening in the marketplace today is there's a bunch of us standing on the side of the Russian River trying to capture the few buyers and sellers that are swimming. And it's time for us to head upstream and to go away from where everybody else is fishing and fish where we have our own private fishing pond. How many of you'd like to know how to get upstream? Like, how do you do that? I want to fish upstream. Okay. Well, you got to stop working where everybody else is working and you have to do different things. And you got to stop saying what everybody is saying. And you have to start messaging different to the conference, to the, to the clients, start with the river of real estate, read the script, look at the tool, go to the resources, figure out how many buyers sellers are going to happen in your marketplace. And then start messaging that the river of real estate continues to flow. Reach out if you want to reach more. There's a whole social media uh, things that you can do with this. The whole concept of of emotional transformation is, if you haven't ever seen this before, this is called an emotional brilliance or emotional intelligence wheel. 
And if you look at the emotions of anger, sadness, and fear, uh, let's just take anger for a second. I'm mad that rates have gone up. Now I can't buy my house. What that causes is disgust. They become irritable. They're frustrated. They're annoyed. They're aver- They're aggravated. They're resentful. They're jealous. They talk about other people that got houses two years ago and they wish they could have. That's where anger comes from. That's the emotional uh, state that somebody is in. So when you see somebody that is distributing those emotional attributes, recognize it's just emotional intelligence. It's okay that they're there. And then we use other words to move them from anger to happiness. And what we want them to go is we want them to go from being resentful and aggravated to to zealous and excited and hopeful and eager. So look at the emotional words that we use when we move from one state to another state. When someone has fear, they're anxious, they're mortified, they're dreadful, they're worried, they're nervous, they're insecure. And that's what's happening in the marketplace. So use this will. Now, in one of the shift modules, and I'm going to give you a bunch of these just because you're on the call today. So I'm going to give you a link a little bit later. You can download several of our shift modules. I just want to share them with you. Um, We teach you how to actually build your own shift modules. You can give me a threat. And then we give you this emotional intelligence will, and we teach you how how to do that. Okay, so let's go back to the interest rate offset program. And let me take you through this shift module. Okay, so we know that rivers of real estate is going to continue to flow. We're going to sell fewer houses, but we're selling a bunch of houses anyway. If you don't have any listings right now, you don't have any buyers right now, it's not because people aren't buying or selling houses. It's because you aren't helping people buy and sell houses. We don't have a market issue. We have a me issue. Are you willing to accept ownership of the reason you don't have any clients is because of the activities you're focused on, not because of what's going on in the market? Because if you're willing to accept that, then I can work with that. But if you're not willing to accept it and you think it's the market's fault, you'll it'll always be the market's fault. So many agents right now are thinking, they say that there's going to be 100,000 less agents next year in the business than there are this year. I think the number is going to be much bigger than that. Uh, especially with like the lawsuits that are being settled and the crazy things happening with buyer agency and the uh, dis. Uh, the the people that are disengaging the National Association of Realtors, like there's crazy stuff happening in our marketplace. And that when there's trepidation and there's there's crazy things happening in the marketplace, it causes people to pull back. How many agents do you know of that uh, did good last year that are thinking about getting a job this year? Like, because they got to pay their bills. Like it's happening all over the place. And while I think that's great because it narrows the playing field and levels it for a lot of people, I also feel sad because there is so much opportunity in this marketplace. So let me take you through their in straight offset program. I'm going to tell you, teach you how it works. So the way that it works is that we tell the story about the agent who has a buyer and the buyer says, I can't buy my house because when I was in the market, interest rates are at four and a quarter percent. Now they're at almost 8% and the difference is too much. And we have a whole dialogue around this, but basically what it says is, is, is what I have, have you heard about my system? Now, when you're using, when you're using systems to overcome objections, you're using emotional intelligence. It's really important that you give your, your names proprietary language. So proprietary language. So when a client says to me, I'm a little concerned about the interest rates, they say, oh, yeah, a lot of people are. Have you heard about our interest rate offset system? Oh, well, what's that? Oh, it's this incredible system we have that takes the, the amount of house you're going to buy when rates are at four and a quarter. We look at where rates are today and, and, and what um, what amount of house you buy. So if you look at the calculator in the, minute, in the middle, it says, okay, your house at four and a quarter with 20% down um, shows what your down payment was and your principal and interest were 1673. The current rates are six and a quarter and your new monthly payment for that same house would be 2093 or $35,000 different over the next seven years. 
The reason we use seven years is we know people move every five to seven years, or we know that the cycle of housing trends goes up and down every five to seven years. So you're going to see a discount in rates over the next five years. And so what we do is we take that difference, the forty, the $35,000 or $421 a month and understand that. And it's my job as your realtor is to now in our negotiations, do everything that I can to offset as much of that 35000 as possible. Now, Lisa, I'm not saying I can get all of it. I'm not saying I'm even going to be able to get any of it. But I will tell you this is with builder incentives, with uh, interest rate buy downs, with sellers, uh, houses sitting on the market too long right now, we've been able to help a lot of clients buy homes that didn't think they could and offset sometimes 100% of that difference. Would you would you be open to continue looking at houses and we could offset as much of that as possible? Thanks for role playing with me. She's all in. So that's the dialogue we're using. So we take them through the process. And then I have that offset. And that's what I use when I go in to negotiate. We do everything we can to do it. You know, interest rate buy downs and all the different things that are out there. Um, that brings up the next module. So there's a whole other module. This one's called, this one's a fun one. It's called the call to arms. Have you heard about our call to arms system? Well, no, I haven't. Well, what is that? Well, the call to arms system is a story, and it's a process that teaches about how people can do arms. We also have one on two-one buy-downs. You know, I, I bought my first house. It's so funny when you think about how things go first circle. My first, my first home was fifty-six thousand five hundred dollars. You think I still have it? Nope. But how dumb am I not to have kept that? I think it just sold for seven hundred thousand. It was fifty-six thousand five hundred dollars. And I couldn't afford it. My wife and I were young married, but we knew that paying rent was not the best deal. And so our industry, our, our agent came to us and her name was Macklin. I just thought of that. And Macklin came to us and she said, you know, Verl, you guys can actually buy it. We have a program. It's called a 2-1 buy down. And even though rates are 7.125, they start at 5.125 this year and they go to 6.125 next year. And then the third year at 7.125 and the seller pays the offset. So the seller buys your interest rate down. So you qualify at the 5.125 interest rate, which allows you to afford the home today. And then they anticipate you're going to make more money over the next three years. The only way we got in is because somebody understood a mortgage or a system program was able to have that conversation. We've relied too much in the last few years on a, uh, I'm going to call it, we've relied way too much on the, in the last several years on partnerships. We allow our mortgage person to be the expert. Now is the time that you have to lean in and be able to have intelligent conversations. You have to be the expert. They'll never meet with your mortgage person if you don't overcome their objection with emotional intelligence and share that with them. And that's how we grow and get to the next level. So this one's called the call to arms. It's got a graph, a story. It's got questions to ask. It's got an agent's guide. It's got a script in helping meet people move forward. We talked about the interest rate offset program. We talked about the emotional intelligence wheel. Let me see how we're doing. We're doing great. And, you know, I'll tell you what, when in times of uncertainty and stress, it's time for us to become leaders. And who is it that you lead? I'm going to start first by saying that you lead your family. Uh, you're the leaders in your families, whether you're single or whether you're um, newly married or whether you're domestic partners um, or whether you're retired, you have a leadership role. And with leadership, I like to say comes a mantle of responsibility. And so recognizing your leadership role and whatever that is to you, I also want you to understand what your mantle is of responsibility that comes with leadership. A great leader is someone who stands on the sidelines when you see the boat heading for the, for the, for the uh, waterfall. And rather than yelling at people, hey, there's a waterfall coming, everybody get out, row, paddle, paddle. 
a great leader jumps in the raft and starts paddling with them. We're in a place in our marketplace right now where great leaders have to get in the game and they've got to pick up a paddle and they've got to get in the boat and they've got to be with you. So I'm going to encourage you all here to, um, to, get in the, to get in the boat, to make sure that you have someone who is a great leader that will get in the boat with you. It's interesting. Every Friday we have a coach training call and all, we've got about a hundred coaches and all hundred of my coaches are on that call every Friday. And we talk about the challenges that our clients are having and how we're supporting them and how we're helping them. And it's really easy to tell who the great coaches are because the great coaches are in the boat and they're paddling with their clients. Client says, I don't have any, any business right there. And say, well, how much you prospect? Say, I'm not doing any prospecting. You say, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get on the phones with you in a prospect right now during our session. And they get on the phone and they start making calls and then they evaluate the call and they work on the dialogue and they set appointment. It's really cool when you start seeing those, um, when you start seeing the results of those efforts. Uh, the next thing is I'm going to tell you as a leader, and this is something that you're going to see a lot from workmen. When COVID hit, how many of you uh, remember the great pause that happened? There was like this big pause where everybody was like, what the hell is going to go on next? And then it was like a frenzy. Everybody was talking about pausing and shifting and doing all this crap. And I said, you know what? We're not going to shift. We're going to keep dribbling. We're going to build for the bounce because I knew, I knew that the river of real estate was going to continue to flow and that there would be this massive pent up demand as soon as things opened up, or even before they opened up, of people that needed to move. And the agents that stayed at the front of the mind of those consumers and stayed in touch with them were going to grow. And we used to have a saying that we called serve before opportunity. And you've, I'm sure you've heard of that before, serve before opportunity. Well, during COVID, we changed it. And we changed it to serve regardless of opportunity. And what I mean by that is, is that when you see pain in the marketplace, when you see people that are stressed or they're feeling frustrated, or they can't move forward and they're having emotional intelligence issues, if you will serve them, regardless of whether or not there's something in it for you, you will never have to look for business again. Now, you don't want to be a motivational speaker in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> like, imagine my life. I, we watched, I'm part of a, 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 pretty, a pretty cool mastermind called the Million Dollar Speaker Group. And these are speakers that earn a million dollars a year as speakers. And we, were, we, we, we have a mastermind call every, every month. Well, COVID hit. And we started doing it every week. And some of us got on the call every day. We watched millions and millions of dollars of bookings evaporate from our calendar as event after event after event after event got canceled. And everybody was just uh, freaking out. And, uh, you know, our team here at Workman, we, we sat down, we talked together. And we said, okay, where are we? Where are we as a company? What does it look like? You know what? We decided that we were in a good place, that we had saved well, and that we didn't know what was going to happen in the marketplace, but our people would be hurting. And we decided that we were going to serve and we gave free webinars. We developed the master of virtual real estate, how to do virtual open houses, how to keep your clients safe with virtual showings. And as we started giving all of these free webinars to everybody in the industry, something really cool happened. And that is that our business grew. So in a time when events drive revenue, when there were no events on the books, uh, we were able to serve. And by serving, we watched the, the blessings that happen that come back to you when you serve. Uh, we do a program at Workman. It's called the Top 50. And we, I wrote an ebook a few years ago called 8651. And it's about how to, how to close 86 transactions a year, working with 50 people one hour a day. Is there anybody here on the call that would like to increase their sales by 86 deals in a year? 
You in? All right, Olivia's like, she's leaning in for that one. Okay, so let me tell you how the system works, and then I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you the system. This right here is called the Top 50 Tracker. So the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to make a list of the top 50 people that you know, like, and trust. And here's how you qualify them that are most likely to give you one referral a year. Could be your parents, could be your cousins, your brothers and sisters, people in your church group, the people that you have, your pickleball friends. It could be anybody that you have a relationship with that you can count on for one referral. Now, here's what I know. I know that everybody knows lots of realtors, but they don't know a lot of great realtors. They have great friends that are also realtors, but it doesn't mean they're great realtors that are also friends. And so when you start messaging, and I'm going to have you write this dialogue down. When you, when you share with people the interest rate offset, the river of real estate, the, the, um, the call to arms, the systems that you talk about, people start realizing you have messaging that is different than everybody else. And when they start realizing you have different messaging, you can say these words. You can say, Lisa, everybody knows lots of realtors, but I'm only going to ask you this. Before you or anybody you know does anything with real estate, will you please ask them to call me? Because I want to make sure they don't make a mistake in this crazy market. Just make sure they call me. Whether they use me or not, I don't care. But let me just talk to them. Because I know that if they call you Lisa, um, you'll have a, a high likelihood of converting them into a client. But what's happening is they don't call you because you don't ask. So we're going to make a list of the top 50 people in our life that we're most likely to give us one referral a year. And then we're going to have, and listen to the words that I use, one personal touch with all 50 of them every single month. A personal touch is defined as a face-to-face. -face. Go to coffee, go out as couples, go see a movie, see each other at the kids' softball games. A personal touch is a face-to-face. -face. I want you face-to-face -face with as many as possible. If you can't get face-to-face, -face, you can call them. But I don't want you to send them text messages. I give you no points for text messages. So we're going to start with a face-to-face -face phone conversation. After the second or third call, you're going to tell them they're in your top 50. You're going to call them every month. You'll have social calls where you talk about what's going on with their family, uh, how they're doing at work and all those things. But once a month, you're going to call them. You're going to just let them know, who do, you, who do you have? Who should I be talking to? Who do you know has brought up real estate? They need to know they're in your top 50. I actually give you a series of letters and dialogues in the top 50 uh, program that tells you what to say and how to communicate with them throughout the process. So included in the giveaways, and everyone's asking me about the giveaways, I'll give you a link here in a minute where you can just download it. I'll give you the top 50 program as well as this tracker that we use to track it. And here's what you're going to do at the end of the year. At the end of the year, I want you to hold a client appreciation event because events drive revenue. A client appreciation event where you invite only the people who sent you at least one referral. And everybody who did not give you one, you have to replace them on your top 50 list next year. And we're going to do this every year until we have a group of 50 people that are sending us referrals. Now, here's what I've learned. When, when you train people and you really uh, serve regardless of opportunity and you share with them that they're in your top 50, you hold great client events and you blow their clients away with the services you provide, you are going to establish what we call our raving fans. And raving fans don't send you one deal a year. They send you one a month. They send you six or eight a year and they convert. When you work with people in a system that is intended to drive business to you, what happens is that intentionality has big payoffs. There's no, there is no lower cost lead 
and higher converting lead than a referral. So would you like more of those? How many of you are willing to commit to do the top 50 for the next 12 months and make a personal? Like if you don't want to call them, take them off your list. 50 people, you make the call. I saw Lisa and, and Olivia raise their hands on that. That's great. As the consumers continue to have stress, all of a sudden, there's going to be more and more opportunities for buyers to purchase houses with less competition. And so I love the trepidation in the marketplace. That means when I've got buyers, I can go in and we can negotiate. We can get them in a, a situation. The other thing I want you to consider is I want you to consider adding an investor pillar to your four pillars of income. A lot of people don't think enough about that. I want you to consider um, and really look at all of your expenses in your business right now. Look at everything you spend money on. When you're when it's talking about lead generation, by the way, um, if you're already a coaching client, you know this. Um, you know we expect you to get a very massive return on your coaching, and if you don't, we'll figure out why. Um, clients that coach with Workman don't like they stay with us forever because when they're with us a year, they learn new things, and the second year they've done all these things, and they have all of this business coming in, regardless of what goes on in the marketplace. And one of the things we do with our clients is we do we do what's called financial benchmarking, and so uh, we have a benchmark of what what percent of your of your income or expenses should be in marketing and payroll and all the different things you spend in your real estate business. Then we take what you actually have and we look at the benchmarks and we look for where you're out of balance. And then the coaches are skilled at helping you make the differences, uh, making the differences in. Um, in your financial intelligence. We need you to understand that the only number that really matters is net profit is how much you keep at the end of the at the end of the at the end of the month or year. Uh, Olivia has a question. It says, how do you make the first conversation natural if it's completely out of the blue and then not in your SOI? Okay, so Olivia, thanks for asking that question. I love that question. All right, so here's what you do is you have to be interested instead of being interesting. So Olivia and I, do we know each other, you and I? Come off, come off mute for just a minute. Let's have a little dialogue. Hi. Where, Hello, where's girl. Home for, where's home for you? Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida. Now, is it just you or do you have family there? No, it's just me and my immediate family. Well, what does your immediate family look like? My husband and my son. Your husband and your, what does your husband do? He works for a big corporation. A big company? And how old is your little boy? Seven years old. Oh, so he's still cute. Yeah. That is such a fun age to be. So that's really cool. What do you guys do for fun in Florida? What are some of the things that you guys just love to do as a family? Why Florida? Uh, we love soccer. We love the beach. Now, hold on, hold on. You love soccer like you get to go see Messi play or you love soccer, seven-year-old rec soccer? No, absolutely. We love uh, Inter-Miami. We love to watch Messi. My son plays for an academy down here. We're big soccer my wife and I have been watching the uh, David Beckham documentary on Netflix. If you haven't mm -hmm. seen that, go watch it. Have you seen it? Yes, yes of course. My husband is obsessed. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it was so good. Mm -hmm. So when you think about what's coming down the road for you, what does your next level in real estate look like? What are you like? What are you yearning for that you really want to accomplish? That's a loaded question, but I'm year three. So oh. every single year I, I, I get more of my own footing so essentially down the road it would look like i'm i'm the lead of a team and i can hire underneath me and hit a certain gci 
I mean, what, like, what would be like great for you if you hit that number in GCI? Um, what'd you say? 2024. 2024. Um, I would say 250 would be phenomenal for me. Um, okay. as a fourth year. Mm -hmm. Is that a month? Yeah. Good. And so when I ask you that question, you smile like I'm kidding. The only difference between someone making 250000 a month and 250000 a year is the activities they focus on. And you're no longer a rookie. Your fourth year, you can be there and you absolutely should be there. Okay, so I just did something with you and I don't know if you understood what I did, but yeah. I have a person that's not in my sphere of influence and I took you through a dialogue called Ford, F-O-R-D. I asked about your family. I asked about your occupation and what your husband does. I asked about what you do for fun and recreation and what you love to do. And I asked about what your dreams were. Mm -hmm. That's called four, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. So when I call and I'm genuinely interested, how did that make you feel? Yeah, very comfortable. Mm -hmm. And when I found something that we had in common, all my boys played competitive soccer. Um, I love soccer. I'm watching the Beckham documentary. You watch it too. Your husband's success. We found some common ground and we connected on something that we have together. Was that hard to do? No, not at all. Right. And so when you ask the question, what do I do with someone who's a contact, but they're not a relationship yet? Your focus is to build a relationship. And so the way you build a relationship is you become interested, genuinely interested. And then when you hear something, you build common ground on it. Now, I can take you from where you are right now to 250 a year, but I can also take you to 250 a month. Do you mm -hmm. believe me when I say that? Yeah, definitely. No. Okay. And so, the, and so for you, it's just a matter of, you know, are you going to wait to for a couple of years to get there? Or do you want to go now? It's a matter of when you want to lean into the business, because we have people right now that are doing what you're, what you're asking to do. And markets that are down 20 and 30 percent, they're up 20 and 30 percent. And that's like a 50% swing. And the difference is, is they learn to focus on the things that I'm talking about on this call. So that was a good intro. I just wanted to, instead of yeah. telling you what to do, I wanted to show you how to do it. And at what point in the Ford do you put in, by the way, do you have anybody looking to? Nowhere. Not, not, in, the, not in the initial conversation because I'm, I'm trying to build a relationship and I don't want it to be based on me wanting something from you. Matter of fact, I want to know how I can help you. I'm going to say, okay, so what would be the one thing that I could give you right now that would make the biggest impact? And I'm going to tell you about it on the next slide. And I'm going to give you a tool called the Daily Success Habits Tracker. It's okay if I just give you something that will help you and you can choose to do it or not. And then do you mind if I follow up with you in 30 days and see if you actually did it? If I give you something that's valuable in your life and I continue to give, would it be okay at some point if I asked you for something in return? I see what you did there. But yes. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm not going to give it to you if you do. I'm just going to give it to you anyway. And if you don't, that's okay. Fair enough. And so we're going to serve regardless of opportunity. And so what you do is you do go through the Ford diet. Like you say, oh, by the way, have you heard about our interest rate offset program? No. Well, a lot of people, you know, are buying and selling houses. And I've got this really cool system. I'd like to send it to you just free. There's no cost or obligation. And if it's something that's valuable, you have any questions, just reach out and call me about it. That's it. Just give them something. Don't ask for referrals. Like, I hate that phone call when people call, hi, uh, how's your family? How's your friends? How are you doing for work? By the way, if any real estate comes up, would you give me a referral? Like, you know, I used to have Utah Jazz tickets and we were big season ticket holders. And I love going to the games. And we had four tickets and we were a sponsor of the Jazz. And I had, we did promotions in the arena and all of those things. But you would be blown away, Olivia, at how many people called me on game day to see if I had tickets I could give them. 
And when I stopped sponsoring the jazz and I no longer had tickets, I never heard from most of those people. So what kind of relationships are those? The people that only call you when they need something. I never want you to be that agent. I never want you to be insincere or not be authentic. I just want you to genuinely care about their family and care about their little seven-year-old. You know that I have I have 10 grandkids and I have seven little granddaughters. They're all between like five and nine. So I've got all these little grandkids that are the same age as your son. You know how much trouble they get into? They are so cute. We can talk about that. We're going to relate to those things and have fun in life. Okay, so I appreciate you going through this with me. I'm going to move on or we're going to run out of time. Okay, so I want to talk about the next thing. The, the only thing that I know for sure changes a negative emotion is massive action. The only thing I know for sure that changes a negative emotion is massive action, not average action, not a little action, not, oh, we ought to give it a go, but massive action because massive action is the only thing I know that will generate or create massive results. Massive action creates massive results. I am nice to see you on the call. Okay. So, Ogmandino in his book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, scroll number one, says this. He says, um, you guys will laugh because I'm going to quote it. He says, today I begin a new life. Today I shed my old skin, which has long suffered the bruises of failure and the wounds of mediocrity. Today I'm born anew and my birthplace is a vineyard where there's fruit for all. What, what August saying is, hey, what if today you could have a do-over? Is anybody would like to go back at the last few years of their lives and do it over? Like, would you do things differently? August giving you permission to have a do-over. And then he says, the difference, I got to show this is page 50. He says, the career I have chosen is laden with opportunity, yet it's fraught with heartbreak and despair. And the bodies of those who have failed before me, where they piled up on top of another, would cast a shadow down upon the pyramids of the earth. Oh my gosh, he could have just said, I'm going to be a realtor. Most realtors fail. And then he says, but I will not fail because I hold in my hands these guy, this guide that will guide me through the perilous waters. He says, failure will no longer be my payment for struggle. Man, I love that. And then on the very next page, he says, which two among a thousand men or women define success the same way? But failure is always defined the same. Failure is defined as a man or a woman's inability to achieve their goals, whatever they might be in business or in life. And he says, the only difference between those who have failed and those who have succeeded lies in the difference of their habits. Good habits are the unlocked door to success and bad habits unlock the door to failure. So the first law I will follow is I will form good habits and become their slave. So I'll ask you all a question. Is it possible, Brandy, that you could replace some of your current habits with better habits? Yeah, you can just give me a thumbs up. I see the two of you in a room together and I'm totally talking to you. <laughs> Brandy smiled. Brandy, is it possible you could replace some of your current habits with better habits? I'm not even saying your habits are bad habits, but if there could be better, maybe Brandy's a person who's logged in on the call, but you're in the conference room and that's none of you. That's okay. All right. So we created a thing called the Daily Success Habits Tracker. Let me show you how it works. I'm also going to give you this. You can download the Daily Success Habits Tracker. As you download the Daily, Daily Success Habits Tracker, here's what happens is I want you to set a goal to get 61 points doing dollar productive activities every single day. Olivia, this is golden. I don't know if you realize how little time you spend doing activities that make you any money. 
But if you're going to spend time away from your seven-year-old son who needs his mom, let's decide together right now that it's going to be worth it. And if you can outsource or delegate that task for 20 bucks an hour or less, you're not allowed to do it ever again. Because I can't take you to that place where you're making a quarter million dollars a month if you spend any of your day doing 20 or $25 an hour jobs. You got to delegate it. You got to let it go. You can play the song from Frozen, let it go, and just let those things go. Okay, so when you make a phone call and it's prospecting, you get a hash mark and a point. When you have a conversation, you make an X. You track every call, every conversation, it gives you a predictable result. 61 points a day doing dollar productive activities. That's how you do your points. Now, on the left-hand side of the activity tracker, what I want you to write here is I want you to write down in 30-minute increments what you do every day, all day. Stephanie, what do you think you would discover if you tracked what you did every day in 30-minute increments all day? What do you think you'd learn about yourself? Sometimes there's a lot of wasted time. I think that's true with all of us. I think you'd realize how little time you spend doing those dollar productive activities. This is not so I can hold you accountable. Accountability to me is awareness. And when you become aware that those activities aren't making you any money, I believe that you're intelligent enough to make your own course corrections. And so when you become aware, you don't know what you don't know. But when you become aware of it, you stop doing it. It's kind of like driving down the road. You've told you've told Siri or your GPS to take you to a specific restaurant. And when you pass the exit, what does it tell you? Make a U-turn, recalculating. You're not getting the data so you can make a U-turn to recalculate. You just keep doing the same stupid things every day, hoping you get a different result. And that's just normal. We're all in that same place. And so we start tracking our daily success habits and it starts changing the results that we get. Today, you get to begin a new life. Today, you get to master your emotions. You get to go for it. Today, you get to focus on self-care and doing things that will make a difference. It'll help more buyers and sellers discover the dream of home ownership. There are so many cool things that you can do in the marketplace today, but you have to make that decision. Let me show you something. Right now, home sales in these markets, Colorado down 15.7%, North Carolina 26%, Michigan 17.72%, Massachusetts 21%. Let me show you what my clients in those same markets are doing. Nick Paynes has grown his personal commission to over $718,000, working 500 fewer hours. And he's done that by delegating and by creating systems and by working with investors. He's found that in this marketplace, one person that buys 10 houses a year is so much easier than 10 different buyers. In North Carolina, Mahalas team wrote 32 contracts in January with 600 fewer phone calls by using shift dialogue and better messaging. In North Carolina, Brooke signs went from 100 to 250 to 500 to 750,000 over the last five years by working her top 50 and her daily success habits. By the way, she's now opened her business. She started a team in Michigan. She now has a team in North Carolina. And in 2023, she opened her third team in um, in Florida. How cool is that? Michelle Terry, who's a workman success coach and one of my favorite people on the planet, went from over $350,000 a year as a broker owner to now a seven-figure team and no longer works with buyers or sellers. In each of these markets where you see downturn, we have massive growth. But you have to change the way we talk to people and you have to use this dialogue before you or anybody you know does anything with real estate, make sure they talk to me. And you have to say it like you mean it. Do you want them to talk to you, Olivia? You got to tell them. Talk to me.
Why? Because I'm going to make sure you don't make a mistake. I'm going to help people being frustrated move forward because life events are continuing to occur. To occur, we have this incredible um, we have this incredible opportunity to succeed right now. And I'm going to challenge all of you to grow in a down market, to take market share. There's so many agents that are out there that don't know what to do and they're sitting on the sidelines and they're just they're just paralyzed. And when other people are paralyzed, you're doing your daily success habits. You're working your top 50. Uh, Brooke Signs, uh, I'll tell you, I, I interviewed her yesterday, two days ago for a, a webinar we're doing coming up. And I interviewed her about her top 50, her number one income tool. And she says, not only is it my number one tool, but I've also created a top 50 agents outside of my market that can send me referrals. And she says, in those 150 agents or those top 50 agents, she's paid out over $125,000 in referral commission this year. What does that mean she's had in commission coming in? $750. The big number. Let's see, 125 times three. All right. It sounds it sounds far fetched, but it's far fetched. But it all starts with a vision. Um, you know, how many of you got a little bit uncomfortable with Olivia when I she said two fifty and I said two fifty a month? And she's like, sure. Did that make anybody a little bit uncomfortable? If I don't make you uncomfortable, I am the wrong coach for you, because a great coach sees greater potential in you than you see in yourself, and they make you uncomfortable because they've got experiences of knowing how to get people there. And we can absolutely do that with each other. But you got to be able to have clear vision. And it starts with your strategic plan. We're moving into strategic planning. I'll do it in the next month on a webinar just like this one. But we're moving into the time where we do our strategic plans and our business plans. If you don't have a coach right now, you're not working with a workman coach, and you want help, raise your hand. There is no reason to struggle right now. When I say raise your hand, just go in the think box and say, I want to do a console. Or let me talk to someone or just ask for help. We want to help you. If you're already coaching with workman, tell everybody else the kind of success you're having because we love our clients and they do a tremendous thing. Um, I'm going to give you the free download. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go right here and I want you to use your QR code. You can go to workmansuccess.com or webinar series, October 23. If you have an Android or a, a, a iPhone, just grab the key. Just pretend like we're ordering at a restaurant during COVID and open it up and it'll open it up for you. Olivia, somebody from my team will reach out to you and we'll get you on. We'll set up a call and you talk to one of our business consultants. Thank you. April, I'm so glad you're with us. I'm glad it's going great so far. This is your free giveaway. We also have an event coming up. And let me tell you something, events drive revenue. Olivia, our event is in Bonita Springs, Florida. And it's the last, it's like, it's in two weeks. And so it's called Leverage. And this is where all of our teams and our coaches all get together. And we talk about what's going on in the marketplace, how we're dealing with it, how we're growing. We're, we actually have live prospecting on stage. I've got a pro that's going to show you how they work ex FISBOs and expireds. Um, we're dealing with all of the things that are going on. I want to encourage you to go. Uh, Jordan just posted in the chat box a link to Workman Success Events. Click on that and come to Leverage. Um, you, if, let me tell you what, if you come into coaching between now and leverage, I'll give you a ticket to leverage They're 1200 bucks and I'll just give you your ticket. So if you want to come into coaching with us, you tell them that Verl said that on a webinar, April, make sure you tell, I, I tell the sales team, I said that, um, and we'll just give them a ticket to leverage because you got to come be part of the family. Once you meet the workman family and you see how we operate and how the wisdom of our crowd is so powerful, um, you'll be part of this family for the rest of your career in real estate. It'll make such an impact on your life and your business going forward. So I'm going to wrap by just saying that, um, 
Life is not a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving pretty and safely in a well-preserved body, but rather a skid in broadside, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, whoo, what a ride. It's going to be a great ride the next couple of years while we take market share. And there is so much opportunity out there. And I encourage you to use the tools and the systems that we share with you. Keep showing up on these webinars until you're ready to get a coach. And then when you get your coach, just roll up your sleeves and just do the work. Um, I've got a couple of minutes. I'm going to stop my share just for a minute and I'll just stay on with you. And let me just answer any questions that anybody has about any topic or theme that you would like to talk about. I'm going to go to my thing right here. I see cool leverage is a thank you. And leverage is such a fun event. A lot of our teams bring their whole teams. The first day of leverage, we do team games and we do all these activities that bring your teams closer together and you get to meet all kinds of people. It's kind of a fun thing. Um, anybody have any questions or things that they would like to ask me before we wrap up today? Anything going on that you're like really want, really struggling with Amanda that you, man, if I just had this, that would help me. Any words on the Canadian market? Let's start with, I love, I love Canada and I love my Canadian agents. We have so many good friends in Canada. Uh, we have coaches and clients in Canada as well. Um, I, my words for the Canadian market are the same for the, are the same for the U.S. market. What part of Canada are you from, Julie? You're in British Columbia. Oh, the pretty part. Um, okay, so yeah, you're probably suffering from you're probably suffering from a lack of inventory and uh, the interest rates. And in British Columbia, you've got other issues like luxury taxes and out-of-town uh, buyers getting hammered with some things that are out there. All I can tell you is, is that become an expert and separate yourself from everybody else. I just want you to know that um, that the market is really not a lot different where you are than it is where we are. What happens is, is the agents who are putting in the work and that are messaging correctly to the consumer are the ones that get the business and the ones who aren't doing it don't have any business. And the other thing I would tell you is I would focus primarily on listings. I would spend all of my time. I would get up every day obsessed with getting listings. And my goal would be to get uh, two listing appointments a week. So the way that I would measure success in my week is whether or not I got a listing appointment. We have a program called listing agent mastery that you can, that you can go through. You can sign up and go through it online. You can look find our website, but you didn't get it. We didn't take anybody's content unless they list over 250 houses a year. And it's what to do before, during, and after a listing in order to create a listing frenzy around your business. And I just encourage you to do something like that. So I would say that you just get focused on listings. Here's what I know about listings also. For every listing you get, you get 1.5 buy side transactions closed. For every listing you generate, you should generate between six and eight list eight, eight buyer leads a month. And so what happens is that every 25 leads we generate, we add a buyer's agent. And so we've got a formula for how to create leverage in your business and team as you grow. So those are just my thoughts on Canada. Thank you for asking. Um, somebody else had their hand up. Jesse, do you have your hand raised? Do you have a question for me? Sometimes I think their hands were raised because they've got Zoom turned on. They go like that. It raises their hand. It checks their emotions. Okay, Libby says, how important is a monthly, weekly email? Um, I, I don't think really anybody ever answers their email. So I don't care if you ever use email because nobody really answers it. I think it's part of an overall strategy. Um, 
uh, one face-to-face conversation is more valuable than a thousand emails. And so your goal is to set appointments and get with people face-to-face. So the purpose of your email is to get face-to-face with someone. If you're using emails for a newsletter or to drive people to your blog or to your YouTube channel or whatever, you know, that's just a chance. It's just a marketing channel, but it's not, it's not one that we go look. And so I'm tracking what works with all of our teams. And so I can tell you what lead sources work. The number one lead source and thing that closes more transactions than everything else combined is top 50. As you work that top 50 program, like your coach is going to tell you to do, you, I want you to be intensely obsessed with your top 50 and just watch. Like, I, I dare you to prove to me that it doesn't work. Okay, good question. What else can I do to sell my clients listing besides decreasing the price? Well, and so let's not use price. I don't like, I don't like, I don't even like using the word decrease my price, D. What I like to say is uh, what we do is we make course corrections. And so there's three things that determine whether or not a property will sell. The first one is price. The second thing is location. And the third thing is condition. Price, condition, and location. So I'm going to ask you, um, can you change the condition of the property? Can we improve the condition? If the answer is yes, let's do it. If the answer is no, it's in great condition. Okay, the second question, I'll ask you this. Can we move the property to a different location that's more desirable? And so what do you think we should do? The market's giving us feedback and it's telling us that the property is not going to move and it's price, condition, or location. You can't move it. You can't improve the, you can't improve the condition. So what does that leave you with? It sounds to me like we need to make a course correction. And I'll tell you what's going to happen that's even more important is, I don't care if you've done it 50 times. Like when the house is priced right, it's going to sell. You're in a market with limited inventory and you got a property that's not selling. And so it's either not staged properly, not marketed properly, or we're not pricing it properly. And so there's two pricing strategies. And it sounds to me like your seller chose the pricing strategy of everything's a frenzy right now and I'm going to price it at the high end of the market. And so when someone does that, I use a clock and we teach this in slam and I say, okay, when you go uh, below market value, it'll sell in 12 o'clock to three o'clock in three months. When you go at market value, it's three to six months. When you go above market value, it's three to it's six to nine. And when you go way above it's nine to 12 months. And so I set the length of the listing agreement based on where they are versus how the property is properly priced. The other thing that I'll, I'll do is I'll get a third party approach appraisal and say, I want to appraise. There's so many things we can do. So I'm not going to tell you it's the price, but I'm telling you that, you know, I guarantee you that if you dropped it two or $300,000, you'd start getting offers. And so drop the price. And the other pricing strategy is you price it low and then you get multiple offers that sets the real, that sets the real value. I think that the best way to sell houses is live call auction. And then everybody that shows up on the front door has to show that they're qualified. And then whatever that property sells for is the true current market value of that house. That's just my opinion. You don't have to quote me on that one. Hi, Mary. Nice to see you. Good to see you all. Hey, thanks for all your questions and being interactive with me today and turning on your videos. Uh, I love that you came to the webinar. I hope it was valuable and you downloaded the free giveaways. If there's anything I can do to help you in your business, feel free to reach out. It's coach at workmansuccess.com. Everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you all soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.